0: Hello and welcome to Down to Earth Convos Down Under, episode 21. In this episode, we're joined by Kiri Wood, fitness coach, fitness model, wife, mother of two, with a background in a variety of sports and nutrition, to talk about her approach to raising healthy kids.
1: Hey there, Brad over in WA. How are you going? I'm doing well as always. How are you? I'm great because I've got my beautiful, dear friend, close family friend, Kiri Wood. Hi, Brad. Joining us. Thank you, Kiri, for being here with us today and just to give you our listeners and Brad who may not know Kiri as well as i do well you know the first thing i want to say you're just awesome you're so inspirational to me and my family (laughs) Kiri is a fitness coach a fitness model a sports nutritionist firstly i've missed out the major role a happily married wife Mm -hmm. a very long time a very long time exactly i was there at the wedding and mother of two gorgeous children Kai, age 18, am I correct? Correct. And Zoe, who's 15. Yes. Yeah, so that's the number one roles there. But you're a water skier, you're a horse rider, you're just incredible. I don't know how you fit all that you do in a day and inspire people, like at the ultimate level. So thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) It's our pleasure. So you have chosen the topic today to share with our audience being parents who are raising teens. Mm. Raising healthy, active kids so yeah. that they use informed decisions when we're not there yeah. as a parent.
2: Yep. So where will we start, Kira? Like where does the basis start? Does this seed? Oh, planted? it's it's it started from when they were really little, just I suppose encouraging encouraging them to be outdoors, encouraging them to take up sports, supporting their sport, um, and then letting them choose a whole lot of different sports as well to try um you know I've got two very different kids which is really crazy you got one that's just like me that's he's my son my 18 year old he's just going all the time he's always busy and then I've got my daughter who is not so busy so she's the one that I've had to use a lot of um tools to get motivated so they've all been they've been completely different challenge each of them um yeah, one does my head in because he's full on. The other one does my head in because she's not full on, so I can't <laughs> win. I haven't got, haven't got. Hey, what's normal? There's no normal. That's not. That's there. right. And it's always <laughs> a balance. And there's a word that I
1: just picked up on to challenge. So that was something that I know that you're doing so well with the kids, the way mm. you raise them. But it's life is a challenge, and parenting is one of the most challenging roles. So oh it's, yeah, it's good yeah, we're all we're
2: all novice. None of us have ever done it before. You know, you get the first one, that's great. Get the second one, it's completely different. <laughs> so, you, you, honestly, you're never ready. You're never ready and you're never you, you're experienced to a certain degree, but you're dealing with different personalities so and different driving forces. My son's driven f- for different reasons to my daughter. My daughter's drive. She's driven by her friends and her team, whereas my son's driven, he's self-driven like me. So, for my daughter, it's sort of like, Whoa, you know, I need to kick her up the butt, literally sometimes, and use a little bit of, I don't know, bribery to get her moving. <laughs> um, you know, for for her at this age. I mean, we can go back to when they were little or later, but at this age, she's the kid that doesn't want to go for a run. So if she's got to go to work and misses footy training, for example, I'll um, be like, okay, so we're gonna you got to come home from school. We're gonna go for a two k run, and then we're gonna do half an hour of ball skills. I'm not doing that. I'm like, uh, yeah, you are, and she she will fight me, and then I'm like, okay, well, you know, your call. I said you just won't see your friends this weekend. She's like, and she loves her friends. She we don't have a house; we live in a shed, so she likes to go to other people's houses because they have heaters and all the cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, um, or warm stuff at this time of the year. So yeah, so the other day I got her out running, and um, she ran the whole two Ks nonstop compared to the run prior, where I was really up her like I really got stuck in her because she was walking snapchatting herself and then and then I'd be like screaming at her and then I said to her oh my god you would rather clean a toilet and she said yeah I actually would you're a horrible mum, making me go for a run so um but it works and you know so yeah so making her motivated it's I feel mean but it's like training a dog you've got to be consistent otherwise I don't respect you that's so right. yeah it's um that's that's teenagehood but um I do have a good story about the supermarket because okay. I think every mum has problems in the supermarket because I think the number one rule really is never take your kids grocery shopping uh-huh mm-hmm.
1: and when they're early when they're very young like toddlers I'll let you tell your story but yeah you've got to, it starts early oh it starts early
2: yeah. so um I don't know if you know Brad but when you take kids shopping, they want everything. And so I will say, um, all right, you can have one thing each. I said, you'll get $5. I said, you've got to choose the best value for money. So um, they might grab out a chocolate milk each and they'll find something else. And um, it's got to be one thing though. So, um, and I also promote the healthiest choice. So not only value for money, but it's also going to be relatively healthy. So, look, chocolate milk in my mind is a treat. It's not completely healthy um, and nor is two-minute noodles, but you can get a pack of five for great value. So one of my best, best, best things that I've ever done as a parent is when they were little, maybe, I don't know, five and eight or six and six and nine, something like that, I took them in and they're loading up the trolley. And I'm like, you guys what are you doing I said one thing and they're haggling me haggling me haggling me and the trolley was relatively full and I said if you guys don't shut up or put some of that stuff back I'm gonna leave the trolley right here and go home and um so they wouldn't stop they didn't shut up so I grabbed my my, my phone my wallet my keys and I left and they are fully chasing me down the hall mama mom, mom, all the foods in the trolley I said guys I told you I'm not putting up with it. I said one thing, so I went home. I went all the way home. They were devastated. They couldn't believe that I actually went through with it. I think that's such that's the, the thing with a lot following of parents. through. Following through. So many parents. They just they try to call the bluff, and then you know they don't follow through with the action or the threat. And then the kids are like, yeah, true. Um, Don't tell me you haven't threatened your kids. Oh, no, no, I'm I'm, I'm agreeing. Don't (laughs) you worry. (laughs) So um, then the next time I went to the supermarket, it started to happen again. I said, guys, I'll go home. No, 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 no. So they just put shit back on the shelves wherever they are. And and then we get around the supermarket and leave. And I think it took even now if they come with me at their age yeah they, they know. know they know they know and honestly I reckon every parent should do it it's fun it's an exciting thing to do
1: in the supermarket is make a stand and watch people look at the way you raise your kids yeah, yeah you've got to make the stand yeah and you've got to follow through <laughs> so can I just bounce off my little boy was about two or three and you know right at the cash registers where they have all the crap food and the yeah the junk food deliberately deliberately Uh yeah those those impulse buying that they want us to spend I remember that Sammy was on the floor literally having a tantrum at age three and I just look at the cashier I go when are you guys going to learn to get this crap out of here I would Mm. just and then the tantrum stopped yeah because they know that you just they can they can roll on the ground and kick as much as they like I'm not buying that crap Yep. So, yep. Yeah. No,
2: you've got to be strong. I'll tell you what, you've got to be a resilient parent too. Mm-hmm, you know, resilient. resilient kids and resilient parents goes hand in hand. Yeah,
1: then they'll be a reflection of us. Yeah. Raising
2: resilient kids. That is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great story. That was, um, no, that was a good one. And and even now, so leading on talking about supermarkets. Um I've always encouraged my kids and being able to afford for a little bit of a more expensive choice. So say now, rather than them having a a packet of chips or a donut or, um, you know, a lollipop, I've never been a lollipop person because they honestly feral for teeth. So they know number one rules never have a lollipop in front of me. Even now they might go buy a super sucker and legit, this is really bad for the environment, but I will ping it out the window of the car. And they're like, what? And I used to do that when they were younger as well. They'd be hooking into something. I could see them slowly getting more and more feral. <laughs> and then I just like dump the lollies out the car as I'm driving. No pack at that time. But honestly, um, so what I do and what I've all instilled into them from a very young age is the healthy choice. Yes. So we will go in and so we would be like, can I have a, a little packet of raspberries? And I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, it's 4 bucks compared to a $1 um, salami stick. but." I would rather put that little punnet of raspberries into her belly and into her cells than a a salami stick. So now, even when they're with their friends, they will do the same thing. Great story, great timing for today. Um, My daughter said to us, and this is, I've never body shamed my kids at all, ever. Um, My husband, my son, and I all have six pack abs. Mm -hmm. My daughter turned around and said the other day, Mom, I'm the only one in the family that doesn't have a six-pack. Can you please write me up a meal plan? I'm like, okay, she has been asking me for a while. But I wasn't sure how serious, and I don't really want to have a plan as such, but what it did was it we did some googling and some calorie checking on certain things that she might randomly buy through the week because unfortunately, here where we live, the kids congregate at McDonald's a bit. And you know, there's nothing food in the word mcdonald's was that imitation food that was an experiment wasn't it yeah imitation food so she she rolls into maccas this week before footy training and she sends me a message mom i'm the only one out of all my friends have bought a soda water and a packet of apple she said it's really hard <laughs> because, because during the week we um googled the calorie content of a packet of of a packet of hot chips and a, a burger and I so I told her I said okay, there's a thousand calories or kilojoules in one burger. That's around about 600 calories. That's over one third of your daily requirement as a 15 year old growing kid that sits down a lot at school. Yeah. So I said what I'll do in your little meal plan and it's just a guide, is because obviously I sort out her breakfasts during the week and I do a beautiful lunch during the week and then she's got a little bit of room to move with a few treats. But I've allowed half a packet of McDonald's, I should say McChuck chips, fries, sorry. <laughs> um, so she knows now that when she's actually at work at the burger bar, having a few chips when she's, you know, working, that it's okay. Cause I factored that into her day. Um, and what also brought that on was that she said to me after I'd made this awesome teriyaki chicken bowl with a quite a bit of rice and rice is lovely especially organic rice you know it's you know it's you know really wholesome and you know no sprays or no chemicals or whatever but it's very high in calories and see a lot of people don't even know that pasta and rice are loaded in calories it doesn't even doesn't even take a lot and they can be overconsuming. and as yep. you know we live in a society of obesity and um and a lot of the time when you look around I mean I, I'm not a judgy person but I will I will scan the crowd and you know Definitely you will see the heavier parents are raising the heavier kids. That's right. Yeah. And it's um, and you look at the trolley. Yeah, I might be yeah, judging when I look at a trolley. I'm like, people, where's your food? You've got not one bit of food in there. There might be a bag of apples. Yeah. So that was the most amazing thing because she had no idea. That's right. She had a McFlurry after school. And she didn't tell me. So I just dropped a teriyaki chicken and rice. And she said, Mom I had a McFlurry today. Like oh, Zoe, it's another two K run coming up. She said, "Will you know? Will our two K run burn that off?" I said, "Not even a bit. Not even a bit. It'll maybe burn off a quarter of that." She's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yes." So let me know if you do have a whoopsie. I will just not include the rice in your meal, because you know I think if you you raise chubby kids, quite. I mean, not that she's chubby. She's beautiful. She's tall. She's. She's an athlete in her own right, but she just a bit of puppy fat. Yeah, puppy fat. Puppy fat. You know, and that's acceptable. And like I said, I've never body shamed her. And it took her decision and her, was timing. She was ready to say that. You have all got abs. I haven't got abs. I want abs like all of you. I'm like, well, girlfriend, I'm here to help you. I have to flash back to when I first
1: met Kiri, which is like 18 years ago, Mm. 18 and a half years ago her young, her first born baby, six weeks old, Kiri had
2: a six pack. You just blew me away. I didn't even think that was possible. I had no hair. My hair was falling out because I wasn't eating enough protein. So, (laughs) you know, at 48, I think now with what I know through nutrition, having to heal myself um, is that, you know, protein's essential when you are breastfeeding and you can still, you know, you know, that wasn't deliberate. You know, my abs are my party trick. It's sort of, I think Uh I was like a a turtle <laughs> shell in my past life or something.
1: <laughs> well, that's awesome. So we're talking about healthy choices and raising your children to make a healthy choice. Mm. And you planted that seed really young. You follow through to, if they don't mm. follow your guide. Mm. Mm. And I might say too that this this conversation that people are listening to, your health and wellness and fitness is a high priority. It's high in your values. And therefore, a parent
2: shares their love for a child according to what's most important to them. Happy, and I can happy see that- mom, happy wife, happy life. And if you don't get to do it, you love. I mean, the sun, the sunshine is our medicine, movement is medicine, oxygenating our bodies. It's, it's essential. Yep. And sitting is the new smoking. Yes, sitting. I've heard that. It's, it's a hideous. Talk on that. It's hideous. So, as a coach, and I've got uh, quite a few people I coach online, they've got to check in daily with their steps. Because people don't realise that even our government website, of all places, says a minimum of ten thousand steps a day for a healthy life. So that you know, sounds a lot, but it's not. It's insecure. really not. I mean, if if you move around doing your, you know your cleaning and your washing and and um you know in the garden putting the bins out you know feeding the dogs, you generally can clock them up. But quite frankly, a lot of people will get up, get dressed, get in the car, go to work, sit down, sit down for lunch go home, sit down and watch TV. They won't have even done 5,000 steps. So, you know, and then then they have their washing day on a sat day or their cleaning day on a sat day. So they might do 20,000 steps on a sat day, you know. But it's just, it's all, it's being mindful. I'm teaching my kids that too. I think it's really important that they're mindful of their movement. I'm on Zoe's case all the time. Get out in the sun, get out in the sun, get moving, take the dogs for a walk um you know go out and kick the footy around yeah because no, what are you drinking as well water yeah, yeah they're great with water yeah. um they will not buy anything other than water or, or um or soda water um you know there might be a slurpee chucked in with the teen with the younger one one of those furry things from mcdonald's whatever oh, those things are called Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. so it's um yeah movement is key and you know and i've i'm i'm i feel like i hound my daughter a lot i'm mentioning her a lot because kai's her but I know that she will thank me. Mm-hmm. Later in life she'll appreciate what I've what I've done to instill this this habit. It's about creating habits, healthy habits um, and, and then making those informative choices based on what they've learned from me, you know rather than catching a bus, you know walk to the next bus stop or walk to the friend's house. I did catch them. She said, we're walking to so-and-so's place. This is yesterday. And then I tooted the horn because they're sitting at the bus stop. I'm like, bastard, you told me you were walking. (laughs) So, you know, and then that was one of the things. I've actually sent my daughter to work a year and a half younger than my son because Kai was just so busy. There was no time. There was no time for him to go to work. And um, But Zoe, because she's a little bit more of a device kid, Oh yeah, the Snapchat, the TikTok, the communicating with friends—you know, whenever they're not together, they're communicating. You yeah. know, non, non, non-stop, and it isn't that—that's our pandemic. Yeah, that's our epidemic. Yes, yeah. So it's hideous. Instagram as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. All that, all that stuff. So, um, I've sent her off to work. She's got a job, and what I love about her job is on her feet for three or four hour day shifts, afternoon shifts and it's also three or four hours of no device time. Yep. Yeah because their boss actually has surveillance cameras he's never there he watches them from another place which is creepy but, <laughs> but you know what they' going to the right thing yeah that's, yeah and then he'll send him a phone send her home to the yeah, really yeah to the manager and then the man, she's just organising her lift home, you know, while we're a bit quiet. It's so okay. calm your farm. Yeah. yeah you so, um, That's good. Don't, don't I? That's fine. But <laughs>
1: I not Brad you haven't much of a say, but I just want to sneak in here. I remember seeing Kiri. It was uh, Kiri, but Kiri we, we went out for dinner mm-hmm. early this year. It's a story about she was quite nervous in her new job and she was only just turned 15. And she was practicing, you were role-playing yes. her being on the
2: phone and yes. everything, wasn't
1: taking orders. Yes, I yes, think that was yes. a really cool
2: story to share. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was um, good. She's not as assertive and loud and forward as me. (laughs) She's more like her dad. You know, she's a, you know, she's just quiet, placid and quiet. So yeah, her dad and I go well, because I kick him up the butt for needing motivation. And then he kicks (laughs) me up the butt for being too full on. So, So yeah. So Zoe, on the way to school, I just sort of gave her the words of what to say, because I honestly don't feel that many parents, Teach their kids. You don't learn this stuff at school. No. You don't learn any of that at school. So I just basically said, you know, gave it this bill. We practiced it for many mornings. Because one of my, one of my things I do for my kids is I drive them to school. And it's a 20, 15 or 17 to half an hour drive, depending on the traffic. I don't mind. They catch the bus home or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And that's my that's time with live. them. Yeah. yeah. So we do homework, we do maths, we do, but this particular week we did the the um, the script. So, you know, thank you for calling the bar. This is Zoe. And, um, <laughs> and so, honestly, and it, and it worked well because I now know. I actually should mystery call her one day at work and see if she uses it because, you know, you she may not, she would have stumbled her words. She wouldn't have known. It's like learning choreography for, for posing or dancing yeah. or, or in a, a movie or a play, you know, you, you practice. You, you practice. Yeah. So I think that was a really essential tool. And then the other thing I also sort of banged on about was um, be busy. busy, never, never, never stand around doing nothing. Um, remember memory retention. Remember what you did last week to bring it into the week. The next week, try not to ask too many questions if you can. Once she was, you know, so she, now she's well and truly a couple of months into her job and I'm pretty Confidence. sure, yeah, although yeah. I picked her up, I dropped picked up her bag yesterday and she was serving someone. There was, wasn't enough smiles. I'm like, smile, <laughs> smile, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Look enthusiastic, girl. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. I've
1: loved it. I'm, I'm enjoying this. Are you enjoying this, Brad, this conversation? I told a lot. Do you Brad? But, like, passion, <laughs> like, Yeah, (laughs) Kiri oozes passion in everything that you do and like, oh, you you do say that we don't judge, but you are so into what you know. What I love about Kiri is you know who you are, what Mm. you stand for, and you Mm. are happy to share that Mm. with the world. Like, you just love it. If anyone Googles you, like, just check out Kiri's profile (laughs) on on Instagram. It's awesome, but like you've done... And with what you uh concentrate, focus mainly on women and
2: teens, isn't it? Yeah. Health, sport, yep, yep, and yep, nutrition. Yep. So one of the um the biggest passions I, I like you with your with what you do and your finance and and you know, raising empowered children through finance. I love the 20-year-olds, even 18-year-olds that in, that engage me in their um in their say, their fitness model or bikini journey to get to stage. But for me, it's like, ooh, I get to teach them. Yeah. And um, so, you know, with what I do with their, with their food, nothing's restrictive. It's all based on what they already like, and I just portion it to what their goals are. But the best thing is I teach them about... Um, Toxic chem- chemical shampoos and beauty products. I teach them about, you know, maybe wash your clothes and towels before you wear them and use them and um, no air fresheners. And I, t- I teach them about all well, their hormone disruptors. And um, I teach them just that, you know, that everything that I've spoken about already, you know, movement, um, balance, you know. And my biggest motto that I must paint is don't go without, but don't pig out. So, you know, there might be a week where one of my ladies really would love to have a a red wine. So they'll message me and say, look, it's my birthday. I'd really love to have a red wine. I'm like, well, you know what? Do it. Have it today. Make sure you do an extra couple of thousand steps tomorrow, but it's not going to affect you because you've been so good leading up to that red wine or even, even a pizza or, you know, a few slices. And then just make sure you move and you don't do the same stuff tomorrow. So it's all about balance. Everything in life has to be balanced. You know, once you start to get too crazy, one narrow-minded on one mission, you just, you come unbalanced. You know, it really, it really is. It's a, you've got to check yourself. I think self-checking is yeah. so important. And, um, and that's what I think I'm doing. I'm, I'm just so stoked with Zoe's decisions to do this journey because it's not just about her fat, you know, to get abs. It's actually for me, and she knows it's more about health. I might get in on this um,
1: this little plan, actually. I'd love to get a six-pack for the first time in my <laughs> life, too. It's not too late, is it, Kira? It's very too late. <laughs> never, never too late. Hey, I didn't hit the stage as a, as a figure model until I was 39. Um, can I just ask you, please, to share that journey going back that step where you had the – remember, you went to Bali and you got some – Drunk some contaminated water and you developed the parasite, Mm. and that was so grounding and like knowing Kiri so well. I remember how grounding and how that was transformational for you in your journey. Moving forward, wasn't I've it? always
2: been. I think being a seventy-three baby, indigo child, here to change the world, one human at a time. And um so I, I was never, I was never a sheep. I was never a follower. I was always an individual. I never wanted to or needed to go to the toilet holding hands with a girlfriend. Although I do, that's one thing that I <laughs> tell my daughter. Yeah. That's right. But no, it's one thing I do say to my daughter: is never go to a public toilet by yourself. Never, no, ever, 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 ever. That's, that's right. That's how we our I was, daughters up these days. That's right, but. For me back then, it was like, no, I don't need to hold hands with anyone to go to the toilet. I don't need to, you know, do anyway. So I was always, always the follower. I was either loved or hated and it's still actually my story now because because I stand in so much of my own truth. People don't like the truth. They don't like the plain obvious truth that people are not willing to see yet. So when I got sick, so you're not the follower, just incidentally you are the leader. I'm no, a, I'm yeah. a leader. I'm yeah. an instigator. You know, I'm I'm um and I and I feel so, so sovereign in myself to walk and and speak my truth in yeah. everything that I do. I don't get so. What happened was I was I got this bug. It was called um, Dientamoeba frigilis, single cell um, organism. Anaerobic organism that's beyond microscopic in size. So I picked that up in Bali, maybe from sushi, raw fish, maybe from rice. I don't know if it was from water because so okay. I definitely didn't drink the water. Okay, yeah. uh, but maybe food. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the lettuce because whatever. I was actually prepping for a show, so uh-huh. I was eating clean. So I was probably eating too much salad, so it was probably getting washed in their skanky water, so maybe. Yep. So since then I've learned if you can't peel it or boil it, don't eat it when you go to Bali. That's pretty much the motto. So if you can't peel it, if you can't boil it, yeah, don't and eat don't it. Don't eat it. Yeah, all raw fish too because that's pretty pretty bad for parasites. Yep. So nothing happened to me straight away. It was about seven to ten days later I had these hideous, hideous bowel movements and they were disgusting and there was two a day. It was all that was all I had. I just had the, I had nothing else, nothing else. So I went off to my competition in Townsville, won everything, go back. And then I've got to step it up. I've got to be better for the next, you know, two weeks' time, I've got to go. Even though I just wanted everything, I still wanted to be better. So I trained like an absolute fiend, still with this bad diarrhea. So one week after that show, I crashed and burned. I was in bed, absolutely horrendous pains, chronic fatigue, um, just really, 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 really sick. And anyone else would have actually gone and had a doctor's appointment regarding the diarrhoea back at the beginning, but I just knew how to keep my hydration up and my electrolytes up, so I knew that I was fine. I knew I felt good. I knew I looked good. So to me, there was no need to go to a doctor because I just pumped some extra um. Gastrolide in or, or salt or whatever. So anyway, I did get very sick and I did go to the doctor and they did put me on a course of antibiotics, did those antibiotics. I had to cancel my show. I was that sick the week after. I still looked good. I would have won because I, I went down and helped at the show but because that was my driving force. So that was the very start of my sickness. But um, I, I got um, that sick. I had two weeks of antibiotics. It didn't work then he put me on double dose of antibiotics. And since then, it's, I mean, I've learned and I had you in my ear because Ali had learnt about health and antibiotics before me. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's bad for your organs, bad for your organs. And I'm like, and I had Ali in my ear, which was I, John Tolman in my ear. That's right. <laughs> and Hey, and, and then, I, and you taught me about Don Tolman.
1: Yeah. He and was then awesome. the he, self-care medicine, man, we're going to be interviewing him in a couple of weeks time. So. Oh my yeah. God. I should
2: invite you in on that one. Oh yeah. That'd be so good. Um, and so anyway, long story short, they didn't work. And I decided to do a big, massive 10 antibiotic bomb. So it was a compounded antibiotic. I'd read about it. I've been doing this. is when my research started. into health and wellness and healing started because the doctors couldn't help me. I was I was just crying. The doctor wouldn't even see me because he was too busy. And then I'm you like, hit
1: depression at one stage oh, too, yeah. of course. And I'm so a athletic. really positive person. Yeah. I'm like,
2: who even is this me? You know, go away. I don't like this evil twin. You know, you're evil. And um, so I investigated, i chose a new doctor and she'd actually started investigating her own, own daughter's bug, which was the same one. So we prescribed me a 10, 10 antibiotic bomb. Holy moly. It was insane. It worked. Three days later, I was back. It was like, Oh, yeah, I'm back. (laughs) I felt like superwoman compared to how bad I was. It was like, yes, go the antibiotics. Okay, back to healing. So I had to learn about fermented food. I learned about colostrum. I learned about glutamine. I learned about bone broth. I learned about... Um, all the goodness to heal my heal gut. gut. And I kept on learning. There was an awesome remedy with um, sunflower seeds and raisins, a, a dessert spoon of each helps re- rejuvenate the villi and the gut. So I did so much, so much, so much more. Anyway, I got to December. So I did my bodybuilding show, won everything again, won Australian champion for 40 plus in my category, got a fourth in the open category against the 20 year olds, Congratulations. Um, It's 41. And, yeah, it was awesome. Got to the start of December and I'm like, I had a brekkie, bacon and eggs on some gluten-free toast or sourdough or whatever. I'm like, ooh, I feel really, really sick. Anyway, I'm like, they're back because I've been researching these bugs. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'd fi- I heard that they will if you don't get a- every single one they will rejuvenate they will they Ooh, will multiply like, again. Oh,
1: that's, that's oh so and weird. then
2: because I've been researching so much, I learned about this protocol. It was actually ten antibiotics a day for ten days. I think that was the one that you said, don't do it, don't do it, please, please. I'm <laughs> like, Ellie, you're not as sick as me. You don't. And I and I I took on everything that Ellie was saying. I'm like, but I was that sick and that desperate that I just. I just had to do it. I got to day five. I called triple O. I thought wow. I was dying. I woke up freezing cold and um and I was like shaking. And I've got Ali in my head. I've got Chris Googling, all the antibiotics. And he's saying, Oh, this one's not that bad. It wasn't The ambulance came and by that time um I'd warmed up again a little bit. And and um he sort of told that I felt like a hypochondriac, but I was so sick, man. I was it was anyway, I worked it out after that fact that it was actually the die-off. It's called a Herxheimer reaction. So when you have an abundance of pathogens in your body, whether it's mold, yeast, fungus, bacteria, parasites, or viruses even, and we all have them all the time. They come and go all the time. Um, When you bomb them with something and they die, they die all of a sudden. Mm. And they release toxic proteins, which causes the HERX. So the HERX is the or what's known as in common language is the detox. So you'll experience hot flushes, yeah. coldness, shakes, migraines, headaches, diarrhea, constipation, bloating, pains in the stomach. The works. It's the works, the absolute works. So what I also experienced was um, sensitivity to hearing um but what I also worked out and as my journey just through more investigation was I had a I had a compromised digestive system because it was very blocked it was it was getting to the point where I was pooing but it was there was too many blockages and that's another podcast we can talk about my local colon another day so anyway long story short that's what woke me up Ah, to awake I'm awake so that's what woke me up to have to have to self-heal because that particular doctor, when I went back another time, told me it's all in your head. You need to, you need to um, la, 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 realize man. this. You are a healthy patient. Go away. So, but I'd love to talk about that journey as well because that's um, that's all about the digestion and how that made me feel. That was actually maybe a year or so later, and then we can talk about the candida that took over my whole body.
1: Yeah, and from the antibiotics. How are we going? I'm going to check in with. Brad, how are we going for time? Because I know Kiri has just so much to share.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have need off the to have a second conversation to, to fully go into everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, so yeah. This is right a third in, and a fourth. <laughs> but what I, what I love about yeah. the stories that Kiri's sharing, you really, win, you really win me over as the expert. So any parents listening who are raising kids, you've got your own teenagers, you've had your own health journey challenges and you've come out the other side. The other thing which we may not have time with was like the implants, the removal of the implants yeah, yeah, we can which talk about relates that. to body shape in the teenagers. And if we talk social media and then comparing mm-hmm. themselves to others mm-hmm. and anxiety, depression, and you know, that terrible other word that starts
2: with. And as. then we're going to talk and talk about contraception and how that's used, just too crazy like and in, in teenagers. And and um, you know, there's so much to learn or teach. I'd love to I want parents to know what I know because I'm informing my kids on on aesthetics as well yeah I've had the breast implants but it's it didn't define me you know it's yeah you know, that's that is a whole new other topic but um yeah I think the best thing about the whole awakening process you then that as a saying is you've got to actually suffer yourself to heal yourself then to wake yourself up properly and then be able to teach and others and then teach and help them through yeah. their journey, their, yeah well, their health yep. journeys yeah yep. so it's um it's been it's awesome. And then what I've been through now, I can teach my kids. And actually, just a quick touch on digestion. And because I found out in my journey that I'd had this this colon issue, I'm now on to my kids about their poo. And I've been on to their kids my kids about their poo. Have you pooed today? How big was it? How much was it? What colour was it? What colour? You know, so, you know, and, and I'd love to tell you about my, you know, there's that, we've got a couple of more podcasts to do, I think, because, okay, um, but to. yeah, it's really important. Parents don't put enough emphasis on on hydration and, and defecation. So, you know, and if you block pipes, Don Tolman's number one, number one reason for dis-ease and illness which is, is you know, blocked Blocked pipes, blocked colon, block, blocked arteries, blocked veins, blocked airways. Yep. And all of those blockages, are you can avoid them and through always, healthy choices and informative decisions.
1: Absolutely, informative decisions, which was the crux of our talk today. Mm. And with John Tolman, he says there's people that suffer from two things. It's toxicity and blocked pipes. And, and blocked pipes. Blocked <laughs> pipes, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, <the> deficiency <laughs> and toxicity as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's... um. That's very powerful what you shared today. It's great. And these are the sort of things that Kiri does. She'll come into your into your pantry and just like, yep, get rid of Oh, paper. I've done that. That's the yeah. best fun.
2: Yes, she like, loves you know, that. Yeah, that's that's the that's the golden Chemicals of yeah, our food. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then into the into the bathroom, like, you know, what do you got that, you know, Rexona for? And, you know, all you know aluminium. pantene and aluminium. And yeah, so my kids aren't allowed to have um aluminium, but they do sneak it in and I'm kind of just like. You know, have to roll my eyes. You know, it's it's mean. yeah, yeah. I do buy the expensive underarm, and they do use it, but they have as a spare the aluminium stuff. But you know, it's it is interesting, and I'm I think so many more parents need to know more about life and living and healthy living and healthy and teaching their own their kids and walking
1: their talk because they they're going to be learning from what we do not what we say as we've said in other previous yeah. podcasts yeah so you walk your talk and they role model you mm. and their reflection of the parent yeah 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 no it's um you walk your talk that's for sure oh, I, oh, I love it I love it I, just, <laughs> yeah. I knew it was going to be an inspiring conversation I thought I thought I'm seriously under here it's a little bit cool here today I've got my gym gear on because I thought Kiri's going to inspire me to go for a run or a gym <laughs> session because I know how she works, right? But it's also you make me feel like I just want to eat better, drink be more, focused on my what
2: goes into yes. the to the yeah the temple. As yes. Don Tolman says. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. And it's, Eat well. I mean, it is easy to slip into bad habits again. I mean, I'm not perfect. I slip into, you know, a few little bad habits, but you know, in saying that if I was to have a, a celebration and have a too many wines or, or Kahluas and soda, um, I won't go and hook into the McChuck the next day. <laughs> no way. No way. If I've put poison into my body last night, I'm going to nourish the hell out of it the next day. Yeah. There's no excuses. I mean, the excuses, excuses. that I hear. Holy moly, it's like stop fooling yourself. Stop being in denial, people. You know, there's no excuse for having junk the next day. You might be feeling shit, but you can nourish your body in a way better way and rather than putting more chemicals in. But yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. But I'm here to do one my thing and change the world, one human teenager, mum, dad at a time. That's right. And thank you for <laughs> the social media because that's allowed you to to multiply that out, those people that you've changed a lot. That is insane. So, you know, the whole, just my last little bit. Sorry, Brad. (laughs) Uh, Brad
1: doesn't (laughs) have much to (laughs) say. You're a (laughs) disadvantage when you're over there in WA, not right here
2: with us. But do you have any questions? I was going to ask that.
0: No questions. A few things have come up. So you mentioned the the implants. I saw a thread on Twitter the other day. Uh, A lot of women were saying that they just didn't feel so good. They had the implants removed and it's made a massive difference. Um, It was affecting Mm. the, like... Um, mental health and physical health in the body uh, earlier you mentioned walking i think walking is like a superpower because we're like evolutionarily uh, adapted and yeah. developed to walk before we eat and i think walking before we eat is uh that's another superpower um for sure uh,
1: yeah and after that, after we eat as yeah, well you too, know just yeah I'm correct
0: and i think yep. yeah. john the,
1: Tolman says that if you walk
0: I was just going to say yeah and the overall kind theme of. of being consistent and if you have one bad day just don't let that turn into two.
2: Absolutely. And that goes for everybody. Yeah, the parent, the teen, yeah, everyone. But yeah, we can talk about the breast implants at an, another time because it is um it's something that is now becoming more mainstream knowledge. It actually there are so many studies and reports from decades ago on how they make people sick, but they were shoved under the under the mat like a lot of stuff. So um, I even had one person in my journey, I had them for nine years, just quickly, just say the to me, it's a is. fad, you're all removing your boobs for a fad. I'm like, are you joking? Why would I go and have an elective surgery to remove my boobs I actually really liked <laughs> just because it's a fad? Are you joking? So that's what we're up against. Yeah um yeah but you've helped many young girls we can bring this in to another podcast if you like um we could just focus on yeah. that and with these, and the with pill, the, youth and the amount, amount of people them. have taken off the contraceptive pill and it's changed their life it totally disrupts it's, the yeah hormones, so yeah. total it's, it's synthetic it's totally disrupting them and um causing havoc yeah it's oh oh yeah i would love to talk about the pill i've got another story that okay. I'd love to mention and we're gonna stop. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll
1: tie this one up and we'll go <laughs> straight into another one. So, but yeah, you're you're a wealth of information. And health is our first wealth, which yeah. I've learned from my our mm. mutual friend, personal trainer, Sharon Baker next yeah. door. That's her motto. Health is your first wealth. Mm. And Kiri, Kiri Wood, you are so awesome, so inspirational. As I said, I just love that you you know your who you are and what you stand for, and you'll just keep changing. People's lives, one life at a time, and that's going to be multiplied out. Yeah, yeah. yeah this social, the yep, beauty of social yep. media every day. <laughs> so, <I'm laughs> like, what's your biggest takeaway from our beautiful friend Kiri here today, Brad? I'd say
0: consistency is key. That's the number one. What about you, Ali? Yeah.
1: Well, I love it that Kiri shares these the, the tools that you you planted the seed from a young age,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you say what you say, and you mean what you say. And you will follow through. And that's why your kids have turned out so well and you just keep doing what you're doing. And I think mm. that's a great message to share mm. for parents that maybe it's that tough love almost yeah and, and and walk your talk
2: too. Mm. be, be mm. their best role model and yeah they're, they're yeah. modeling you one of the, one of my proudest moments was the first time and it happened numerous times was um the, my son when he's about 10 was out in the tinny with his mates maybe 11 or maybe 12 it's not maybe not 10 maybe more like 12 and so they'll get off um on Gympie Terrace and they'll all walk to McDonald's but he'll be like Mum. They're all walking to McDonald's. Can I stop at um, Bella Porto's and, and get a burger there? I said, absolutely, son. Yep. So he'll grab his Bella Porto's, which is a homemade burger, and he will go and take his homemade burger into the McDonald's precinct, eat his homemade burger in there. And that was like, that just warmed my heart yep. so much that, like, you go you. And even now, mum, I've got a, I've got this happening. What will I eat before So he will ring me and actually now my daughter's doing it too. So it's, it's, I love it. Every, every bit of that, it just makes me so happy. And, um, that day though, he was only little, but he rang me. It It was cool to ring the mom to find out what the best choice is. So, you know, it's cool. It's cool to be cool to them. Yeah. And it's cruel to be,
1: you've got to be a little bit cruel to be kind, that tough love. So like parents, just don't don't think that you're being too tough on your kids because the rewards in the future, they will thank you. As you said earlier, you said they're going to thank you when they're in their 20s that you were. You oh yeah! Did what you did yeah you've set them up for life as yeah. far as the health nutrition and sports yep. so Kiri Wood is a health and sports nutritionist con- focusing on women and teens so where can everyone
2: find you if they want to learn more about you Kiri or tap into your coaching yeah look at my 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 website's not really up to date but there is one there it's Kiri Wood Fitness um Instagram is Kiri Wood Fitness and Truth I'm a bit of a freedom finder, um, activist, so that's an, you know, another story one that's day. That's another podcast uh, right And then on I'm, right just on, I'm just on Facebook as Kiri Wood. But, yeah, probably Instagram is the best way. I'm on Telegram and um me we and blah 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 but yeah probably instagram because it's, yeah, it's that's the
1: best way they can direct yeah. message you and get in that's contact right. with you that way if they need some coaching or help yeah. with their
2: the women the parents the the mums out there absolutely or the teenagers. absolutely and i've helped whole families i've written meal plans up for whole families in this town and um you know it's they've all done it together that's where it's really handy To if you want to make a change let's the whole let the whole family make the change together yeah so you know everyone's little meal plans relatively the same same foods there's no separate meal shops it's just quantities are are different or someone might not like asparagus or that you know so but then in saying that greens can be very diverse every day doesn't really matter about your greens if you um, have lettuce on say a meal plan but you can you can have spinach or kale or or you know silver beet instead so that is yeah. awesome the diversity is very important for you know for gut health as well so um yeah they say it's around 70 different things need to go into your body a week in the way of food and drink to keep your microbiome happy Bounce. and healthy and thriving yeah yes so humanity's many people have only ever really eaten 15 to 20 things ever in their life because they are just so habitual. They have the same wheat picks and milk and sugar for brekkie, you know, the same, you know, the same lunch, the same snacks, the same dinners, you know, you know, lasagna one day, sausages one day, you know, chicken soup one day, you know, you've got to change it up. You've just, it's so integral, but no one's taught, you're not taught that.
1: We're not taught this in the schools. That's why we need to have these conversations. So Kiri, Kiri Wood, thank you, darling, for for joining us today. I've just got, a, you're a wealth of knowledge, as I said. Uh, I've loved every minute of it. I think it's really awesome what you've shared
2: today. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you. Thanks, Brad. Um, next time I'll let you talk more.
0: All good. Thank you. <laughs> Be sure to like, share. Uh, if you've got a comment, leave it. It might turn into a future podcast episode. Bye for now.